Hey everyone, it's Quinn here, and I just wanted to say that there's been quite a lot that's happened since the last episode of Arms of the Tide went up. In the intervening time, there was the brutal murder of George Floyd by the Minneapolis police, and a number of protests that have sparked up nationwide since that moment, and several acts of police brutality that both followed and preceded the murder of George Floyd. I wanted to take time here to say that Arms of the Tide supports the protests, Arms of the Tide believe that Black Lives Matter, and Arms of the Tide believe in the abolition of the police. We believe in a future where justice is possible, and we believe in a future where equality is possible. If you're interested in contributing to the cause, please consider donating to local bail funds and organizations. There are also a number of other resources available, which you can find linked in the description if you're looking to help. Hello, and welcome to Arms of the Tide. I'm Quinn Welsh Wilson, Game Master. This week we start a new arc, Blackout. And aside from our message at the top of the show, we don't have much to say, so let's get started. Previously on Arms of the Tide, after successfully freeing the detainees from the prisons of the city of Ao and bringing them to safety in the Crags District, the Arms of the Tide have set their sights on addressing the new arm of policing and terrorism in the city of Ao. The unit unnamed. Lions and Manui are working hard to develop a technology which can disable them, and it's only a matter of time before testing can begin. After having made the choice to pursue the unit unnamed and try to engage with it to gain data for the project that Lions and Venui are undertaking, trying to separate the Crags District from the Ka Technologics power grid, you did some consultation with Vanui and with Wari and with Ashun as to try to figure out how you might best plot your course of attack. And based on the information that you have gathered so far in terms of the patterns of behavior and patrol for the units unnamed, you've discovered that they tend to operate in packs of three, which allow them to expand or contract the area of influence that they have when they seek to take over the technology of people in the areas that they pass through. And you also know when they are most likely to be in a place that would be most advantageous for you to attempt to use the babies to black them out and really get in there and test some of your theories. Based on everything you know and those projections, you have about a 12-hour period before it's going to be time for you to initiate that operation. What are Lions and Local going to be doing in the meantime? Local is going to head back to the area where... Uh, the caves are where all of the people that they freed have gone and where he left that suit that he had taken with him. And he is going to go see Luke. Okay. Luke has taken up in the main headquarters. You have seen him in passing a couple of times. He's often in the area where casual meetings take place, where the flash drive three poster is and the beat up couches and workbenches and that sort of thing. So you arrive back here as you have dragged the suit with you from the caves and Luke is sat on the couch poring over what look like mechanical schematics. Oh, hey, local. Hello. I had a gift for you. A, a gift? 
During our liberation of the complex, I managed to get one of these with minimal damage. That's an impressive piece of technology. I know that you have wanted to do more, and that since Cleo, there has been a need to do more. Yeah. I would offer you this opportunity. I really appreciate that, local. I guess I know my way around mechanics. You know, I'm really handy with cars, but I think once I get in there a little bit and tinker with this thing, I might be able to make some changes, and I'm not as hardy as you are, for sure. This could be really helpful. I would like anything that we can do to level the playing field. Yeah, and if there's anything that I can do for you, for any of you, let me know. That's why I'm here. Yes, there will almost assuredly come a time when we will need your help. We will need everyone's help. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your assistance as well, and your support. It means a lot. I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't pretty lonely right now. I understand. When I first awoke, there was much time when I was alone before I could even give a word to it. But one of the first people that was there for me was Cleo, and I would be there for you in your loneliness as well. He takes a breath, and his face contorts a moment. I appreciate that, and... I'll let Sasha know, too. Good. She could probably use something like this. Support like this. She's experiencing a lot of complicated feelings. I can only imagine what it must be like to go through what she has gone through. If you or Sasha or anyone needs an ear or a shoulder, I will be around. There will always be someone around. I appreciate that. I know you have a lot on your plate. People look up to you. People need you. And being willing to take time shows that you're worth it. Their faith isn't misplaced. But take care of yourself too, please. I will attempt to. Sometimes it is easier to take care of others. Yeah. Cleo was fond of that one. How about this? I'll try to check in on you too. And if I need to, I'll hold your feet to the fire on that. That would do no good. My feet would not burn. Well then, I guess I'll have to find something that'll work. And Local puts a large metal arm around him. I am sure that you will come up with something. His eyes soften and well with some tears. I promise I will. Thanks. But you got business to take care of, and it looks like I've got a new toy. Well, have fun. And what is Lions up to? Lions is in the usual room with Venui, standing next to two small white boxes. And with their paw, they slide one of the boxes open. You just have to open it up and get all the pieces inside and then close it as quickly as you can. We're going to have a very short amount of time between when the baby goes off and when the unit of names come back on. And in the meantime, we need to get all of their armor in here. Do you understand? Uh, yes, I, I do. Uh, I, I'll do my best. The whole revolution is counting on you, so please do your very best. Yeah, I, I promise that I, I will. I, these things are heavy. I've never really seen something that looked quite like this before. That's marble. Marble is heavy. Yeah, I 
I can see that. I'm wondering how you came up with this idea. You know the shutdown room that we have where we put the stuff that is like all and doing the stuff that it's not supposed to be doing or going off when it's not supposed to? Yeah. So that room is lined with marble, and that's why the stuff doesn't do that in there, because the marble blocks out the resonance, and so that stuff just turns into, like, metal pieces. Okay, okay, right. That makes sense. And so marble and lines pats on one of the boxes makes it go off. It works kind of like the coffins. My understanding is that the coffins use marble veins that are thicker than the ones in the shutoff room, but, you know... This will do, and they definitely can't turn on in here. And then we'll take them back in the box to here. We'll put them in the shutdown room, and that's where I'll be able to work on them and make local something that will work, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll get on it. I'll do everything in my power, and I'll grab a harness as well. And Vanui points to a rack on the wall of metal harnesses with arm supports, since everything seems to be so heavy. Okay. Just know that when the baby goes off, your harness will probably not be working. I know. We just need something that can help me lift this thing in the meantime. Okay. Are you sure you don't want me to ask someone else to come? As weak and uncertain as I might be, I'm pretty sure that I'm the person who knows the infrastructure of this project we're going on, you know, the next best. And I've been studying what we know about the units unnamed. So, you know, hopefully my hands can work as fast as my brain. This'll be your time to shine. I'll see you in, like, Lions looks at the clock. Eight hours. <sighs> All right, I'll see you then. So what is Lions going to be doing to pass those eight hours? Eating peanut butter. They have a stash at the office uh, in front of the Flash Drive 3.0 poster. There is a small crate that's pretty banged up. And it's pretty banged up because Lions banged it up and they stash peanut butter in there. And so Lions is going to crawl into the crate and eat some peanut butter and they're going to try and nap. It doesn't typically like work out too well, but Cleo always looked really refreshed after she napped, unless it was after a wild night of drinking. But Lions is going to give napping a try. As an M guy, you're not biologically required to sleep but in finding a place that's dark enough and cool enough you find that your biological rhythms slow and you're able to fade into a nap-like space for a while i'll leave it up to you whether or not that's restful or helpful or if anything of note happens during that attempt to nap lions finally stops thinking about everything and it's kind of weird because it makes them a little anxious because they can feel that they should be thinking about lots of stuff but not thinking is also kind of nice and makes them a little less anxious after all. Because in that space of not thinking as much and not having everything on the brain, they're able to realize that after everything Lions has been through, with and without the arms of the tide, they have made it here. And there are certainly worse places to be and worse situations they could have been in. It's kind of nice and reassuring. And worse comes to worse, they can just set the world on fire. Excellent. So the 12 hours have passed and you are all prepared and in position for this operation. You are in the back streets off Rotten Tomato where the Conduit Revolt ostensibly started. The dumpster here is, as ever, 
on fire, and the three of you, Lions, Local, and Vanui, are tucked away in the dark alleys, waiting for the trio of units unnamed to pass through. It is quite dark at this point, well into the evening. The sounds of other goings-on in the Crags District can be heard. People moving to bars, people going about the umpteenth hour of another shift of hard labor, people trying to unwind to music at the end of the day, and slowly these sounds start to fade out. Things grow eerily quiet, and Local, having gained a sense in some ways beyond himself, is the first to actually feel the oncoming presence of the units unnamed, as this almost chill settles over you, and you can once again feel the overture of an attempt to displace your self. What do you do? As the group of them are hiding in wait, local touches a hand to his head and looks at the others. They're near. And they'll fear us. Yeah, yeah. And Vanui puts down the box, slides the top open, and shrugs the harness off. When that goes off, I will not be able to help as well for a small time. Good luck. Thanks. We don't need luck. But it wouldn't hurt. Let's do this. As the units unnamed get very close to where they are, Local steps out from the shadows in the alleyway and looks at the trio of them. I believe that you have been looking for me. The three of them speak seemingly all at once, but with different vocal qualities arising at different portions through their speech. We have been looking for you. Yes, we appreciate the ease with which you have assisted our search. And he throws wide his arms. Then come and capture me. And Lions moves forward with the EMP ready, and kaboom! So the same thing that happened before happens. There's this wave of things deactivating. The metal in Lion's paw goes inert, and so does all of the technology in the surrounding area. Local feels that tug uh, and that pressure trying to knock him out of a state of consciousness, but is able to resist. As the wave goes through the area, Local drops to a knee and has another hand bracing himself on the ground, and he is visibly shaking with effort to keep himself. Meanwhile, the three units unnamed simultaneously drop to the ground, and almost as if shattering as they land, the black metal carapace that sits over the smaller robot that they have taken over seems to crumble off, falling to pieces in the asphalt. Lions slides open the marble box that they dragged along attached to their harness and basically just kicks the pieces into the box with their hind legs of one of the unit unnames and very quickly gets the box closed. So I'm going to need you to make a check to make sure that that goes off without a hitch. Okay. I think I'm going to make an engineering check because I feel that that is the one that makes the most sense for this. Yeah, that's pretty pretty solid. I need 12s. Uh, how many? It's going to be difficulty three success 
you do that. You quickly scramble and get this shell inside of the marble box. Vanui, meanwhile, is moving more slowly than you. Having taken the unit at the far end of things, his fingers seem to tremble and shake. He is moving slowly and awkwardly. He's making progress, but in the time before the unit's power back on, it seems more or less impossible that he's going to actually get the entirety of the unit. Local, what are you doing? Local is just barely able to drag himself out of that sort of dark pull that happens whenever one of these goes off. And just for the moment, he can still look out and see what's going on, but hasn't quite got the ability to move around yet. And he can see what's happening with Venui and can't make himself move yet to help him. And so there's the third unit, which sits in front of you, local. It is drawing ever closer to its reboot. Is there any action you will take in regard to that? Local slowly begins to make a move to get back up. It is slow going, but he eventually manages to right himself, stand straight up, and the trembling that has been happening as he tries to keep hold of himself dissipates and he begins to walk towards the uh, unit in front of him. And as you do, there seems almost a magnetism that pulls the pieces of the unit, its carapace, toward you. Perhaps not physically, but you can feel that they want to join with you. What will you do? Local seems to glow again as the metal along his rivulets begin to turn red and the pieces that are rebooting and starting to try and go up towards him hesitate and move back and actually as he moves closer to them you could almost say that they look afraid and they try to reattach to the robot that they were on originally. Lions finally gets their marble box closed and turns to see this and Venui still struggling and that they are running out of time. Get the breastplate! Are you shouting that to local or to Venui? To Venui, but Lions doesn't want to use names because then that will announce who we are. <laughs> we're spies. And Venui is dragging it as quickly as he can. Heels pressing into the asphalt as he tries to throw it into the box. And it's just as it seems to fully remagnetize that it lands and he slides the box shut and everything powers down. There are still several pieces of the carapace there, its headpiece, as well as its arms and hands. And they reform halfway into this strange chimeric form over the spindly legs of the robot that it took over and the other unit the one that local repelled you can see a moment where a reddish light seems to pass over the body of the robot and you could swear that you saw something change about the way that its prayer circuitry is written before it clamps down and reinitiates. So you are faced with one and a half units. What will you do? As the unit that was in front of Local seems to come back online and lurch toward him with an 
uncharacteristic speed for one as large as he is, Logal's hand flies out, seeming to palm the entirety of this other robot's head and the unit that is on top of it. And you can see red veins pass from Logal's hand and the light goes into this headpiece. And the camera goes in and you can see within the harness that is on the robot these micro etching lasers that begin to go over the scrawl work that is what gives the robots in AO their personality, their mind, their self. And when a unit unnamed takes over one of the robots, it actually rewrites that etching. And as Logal has his hand on that unit, he can both feel the unit unnamed and the robot underneath, and he begins to use the unit itself to write that etching back into the robot, letting them be who they were before, but also erasing the part of them that allowed Ka in. Even before the unit's unnamed, things like Mirror Unit were able to be taken over because... All of, for the most part, the robots in AO were made from Ka, and they include etchings that are almost like back doors. So as he essentially rewrites and gives back this robot their self, he removes that bit as well. And as he takes his hand off, the pieces of the unit unnamed peel off and fall lifeless to the ground. All right. I'm going to say that that is going to require a roll from you. It feels like probably difficulty four, considering this is something that hasn't really been tried before. All right. Using presence, and we are good. So, yes, this goes, as you described, the carapace falls to the ground. There is this underlying reddish glow for a moment before it simmers out and fades. Just pieces of black metal shimmering in the glow of the dumpster fire as the ambulatory service unit who had been taken over seems to begin to return to consciousness. And as they begin to take their first shaky step upward, the half unit comes barreling through, leading with its fist toward local. So I think that this is going to initiate a combat round. Seven. And I have 11. The unit unnamed actually rolled a 20. The fuck? Oof. So it is going to be going first and cascading into local. They are reeling back a punch and they are going to launch a simultaneous physical and psychic assault on you as the metal makes contact trying to pull you under. So this will be a difficulty four attack, which I believe you reduced to difficulty three. Yes. Let's go ahead and defend with, I think I'll just do power, just the raw strength of both personality and physicality to defend against this. That is a success. All right, so what does it look like as you repel the attack? Local was giving hand to the newly freed robot, helping them up as he barely in time notices this fist coming towards him and reeling backwards, positions the other robot behind him to keep them safe and just barely manages to clamp a hand around the wrist of the attacker 
And even though the contact doesn't happen, you can still see that the metal around the unit unnamed pulls at him. And while there is a slight dimming, it is almost immediately snapped out of. The fist actually goes into an open, grasping hand that seems to be expanding and contracting, almost like it's trying to claw-like pull Local closer, but it's not succeeding. It is Local's turn. What will you do? Local is going to attempt to wrestle with the unit to essentially pin it to the ground so that it can't move around. And we will do melee for that. That is a success. All right. So no damage, but getting the advantage on that. Okay. So... I believe that there's two advantages with the one that Lions generates every day, and you can make another move if you'd like. All right. The second move he's going to try and, like he did before, attempt to make the actual armor itself come off. It's a lot harder when he can't just sort of do it at ease when they're struggling, but he will attempt to assert his own personality to override. Okay. And use presence for that. Oh, no, it's a failure. I'm going to use one of them advantages I got. All righty, go ahead. That's better. What happens is this is instead going to accrue damage on its health track instead of blanket resolving this. And you are reaching over, asserting your will. And in that nebulous resonant space as you are doing your work, you begin to see figures materialize around you, supporting and even propelling the unit unnamed. First seems to be Anatoly Favali, sneering and chuckling. Then Robert Sirico, who seems to doggedly hunt you at every turn. And third, you see Imena Turan, who was there when Cleo died, appear in front of you, laughing her bubbly laugh. Oh, you're such a fool. You don't understand. This is just a piece of what's to come. Cause control here, my control here, is absolute. This is futility, but it'll be cute to watch you try. As Local has a hand resting on this unit unnamed and another trying to hold them down, a almost pained expression comes over him and he yells out, Lions! Is that going to end your turn? Yes. Lions panics because they don't want to hurt local or the robot underneath the unit unnamed. And so instead they shout to the robot being controlled. You want to be free, don't you? You do. You you want to see your friends and you you want to enjoy the rain or not enjoy the rain. You want to to have fun you want to be you again don't you you can do this and i guess that'll be presence and are you trying to attack or create an advantage i'm trying to attack the unit unnamed via the person being controlled by the unit unnamed right locals starting to do the yeah rewriting so so trying to get their will out all right okay i'm gonna use my advantage to to make that not so bad that was the same thing. I failed. <laughs> don't don't count on lions to cheer on anyone for anything. There's a moment where, from the ground, it looks up at you, 
and you think that you can see as much as you can see eyes soften through a mask that lets almost nothing through. And in a blink, that's gone as it almost snarls with its head in the ground, continuing to struggle. Oh, come on! (laughs) And it now is going to take its turn. The robot behind you, local, is continuing to make their way toward the alleyway so that they can find egress. The light of the dumpster fire continues to burn, and a lot of the sound that had been drowned out before is starting to pick back up. Radios suddenly turning back on, people making noise as their technology returns from having its grip released. But there's still a small area of effect around the unit that you are contesting right now. And they're going to put as much of that force as they can into trying to unseat your consciousness as they will make uh, another difficulty for attack against you psychically. All right. Defending again. Ooh, failure. And we're all out of advantage. Still in that psychic space, Imena is laughing and Sirico motions to Anatoly, who approaches you and... As she walks forward, she seems to grow tall, looming over you, until your perspective of her matches that you saw from Cleo as she holds a gun in her hand and fires it toward your gut three times, the same way she did for Cleo. You'll take a point of damage, and every turn from here on, at the start of the turn, you'll take an ongoing point of resonance damage from the effects of this, unless you can make a check to remove yourself from its influence. Okay. At which point it's local's turn. Oh, great. Uh, so do I take the point now before I do anything? Yes. Okay. So that's two total. Mm-hmm. All right. Almost like a feedback, there is the light that he is pouring into this robot seems to get corrupted and you can see part of it running back up into local. and. Even as he is putting pressure on that unit to come off, the light begins to make little cracks along the hands and arm of Local as this psychic assault turns into physical damage upon him. And with another strained yell, he almost stops putting any effort into holding the unit down and puts his other hand also on their head and tries everything to remove it from them and yells out again, Lions, I need you. And I'll go ahead and make my attempt to stop being psychically blasted in the head. All right, what are you going to use for that? I'm just going to go with presence again. It just seems like it makes the most the sense. sense. Yeah. So that is a success there. All right, so you're no longer taking that ongoing one damage. And then my second action is going to be just another physical psychic attack on this unit as well. All right, go ahead and make that. Let's do power for that. And within that mindscape, Local is lying on the ground and you can see blood coming from these bullet holes that Anatoly has shot into him and defiance comes over him looking up at this giant that has just wounded him. I will never give up. And the actual presence of local begins to grow to the same size. Perfect. That is success. You begin to grow 
and Anatoly steals her gaze, and you begin to lock into a confrontation with each other, and it's not long before you physically overpower her. And as this is happening, in the far reaches of this psychedelic space, you can hear footsteps echoing through the darkness that then solidify into the form of this robot that is being controlled by the unit unnamed. Its eyes are this piercing shade of electronic blue, wide circles peering through the darkness, saying, Please, somebody? Anybody, can you help me? I'm I'm scared. I, I don't know where I am. And locked in your conflict as you are, you're not able to intercede before you hear Robert Sirico say, Come now, child. Over here, I promise I'm going to take very good care of you. And you can take another action if you'd like. Within this dark mindscape that Loco finds himself in, there's more flexibility, more emotion that he normally wouldn't have. And you can see what is normally only expressed through body physicality or voice. But rage comes over Local's face, and he yells, Deceiver! And leaps toward this Sirico that is in his mind. Perfect. Nice. That is a success. And is that going to be your standard attack, or is that your power attack? That will be his heavy punch. So you deal two points of damage as you do that, and what does it look like as you remove Sirico from the playing field, leaving only Imena? Local leaps over this confused robot who is putting their hand out, reaching towards Sirico, and as he lands between the two of them, he hammer blows double-fisted down on the head of Sirico, driving him literally into the ground and out of sight. There's this moment where, in this space, meeting with the reality of where you are, he seems to slam into asphalt, and the asphalt sprays pieces of gravel as he impacts it so hard, and then it seems to give way as Sirico begins to travel downward, deep into what seems like murky waters, traveling deeper and deeper until he can no longer be seen. Imena is the only one left, as well as the scared form of the robot you are trying to liberate. You are free to take another action if you'd like. Ooh, I don't know that I am. (laughs) All right, you're going to call it there? Yeah. Lions, not a lot seems to be happening physically. You see local on the back of this unit, holding it down, There's a moment where he pulls its head upward with a lot of strain, and then there's a slamming of the head back down, and there's a spray of gravel from the asphalt, and then the struggle continues. What do you do? As Local has been calling to Lions, Lions is going to rush over to him. Local? Local, can you hear me? And they're going to put their paws up on Local's shoulder and give him a light shake. What action is this? Are you trying to create an advantage? This is a friendship action. It automatically succeeds, and it's when the power of friendship is so overwhelming that your concern reaches your friend and heals them or gets an advantage. 
You do have a Nova action that heals, don't you? I do, but I think that Ariston would actually be more appropriate for this. And what is that? That's my non-resonance point healing action. When in the same unit as a friend, reduce medicine checks by one. Um, So I guess I'll do a medicine check and I will heal you. All right. It's a difficulty of two, Two. which is what I have anyway. That's fine. Oh, that's hilarious. So I got 11 and one. And even though it's three of the same number, it's not doubles. Hey, your metal paw touches the back of local as you are pushing him to go on. And you begin to heal him. But the process of that is strange because you're instantly pulled into the psychic space that local is occupying right now. So there's this blur and disorientation as you find yourself Standing next to local, you can see this hole in the ground from which water is seeping out and pouring over the asphalt where Sirico was plowed through. You can see the crumpled form of a giant Anatoly Favali, and you can see local looming just as large with three bloody bullet holes in his gut, seeping all too human blood. And you can see Imena beckoning, making a sweet face at this toddling, wandering, lost robot. But first, there's those gunshot wounds. How does Lions heal them? A lavenderish fire erupts around Lions that is very different than their usual spark dandy flame. And it heats them up with the power of super jumps. And with that power, they leap into the first bullet hole and the fire erupts wider around them. And once Lions is inside, that bullet wound has sealed for the metal has closed back over it and they jump out of the second one and in through the third one and as they do the second and third ones seal up and local is no longer bleeding there is a ding ding as lions knocks with their metal paw and local's chest cavity opens to have a lion's proportional to the size of local currently and they leap out and launch a fireball towards Imena. Perfect. As this violet fire is coruscating around you and you leap down in the bullet holes that were left on local, there are these three burning, swirling violet pools where you patched him up. As you launch this attack on Imena, what will you be using? It'll be difficulty three. Ranged. Success two four eight. So what does it look like as you have now entered the space and you remove the final obstacle to this robot's freedom? Lions opens up their mouth and there's this huge suction sound and then a boom that echoes as a massive violet fireball launches from Lions' mouth. There is a shot where we see Imena engulfed in this violet light and we see her silhouette, and then that silhouette, still overwhelmed with this violet light, simply turns into dust and swirls away, leaving no trace of her. There is only you and Local and the robot. Don't trash talk bus station homeless people, you capitalist jerk! I'd like to say that in the real world, when Lyons was doing that healing maneuver in the psychic space, the pigment on their body went down and went 
across the metal paw onto him and actually pushed that corrupted light down. And as the purple light went into the cracks, it sealed it up, but he now has more of those rivulet looking seals on him, though these ones glow purple. Right. Almost like Kintsugi repairs in Japanese pottery, I'm imagining. Yeah. Cool. And with that, actually, the helmet pops off in real space as well, as does the rest of the armor having become inert. You are pulled collectively from the place where resonance is tangible and back to the street where the dumpster fire burns. What will you do? Lions is going to crack open their marble box and throw the pieces of this unit unnamed in there with the other ones. As soon as Local is himself again, fully, he will race over and picking up lions, hugs them tight. You were there when I needed you. That's what friends do. And he just continues to hug them. 